pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. CBD. The best CBD products on the planet. Over 100 five-star reviews. Can verify authentication. Gold in full spectrum. Full panel lab testing. What is full panel lab testing? Cannabinoids and terpenes. Pesticides. Mycotoxins, solvents, heavy metals, microbials, foreign matter. Get serious. Serious CBD. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home we will not comply with fauci we will not comply with joe biden and we will not comply with authoritarian governors i am not going to comply this ends now
a dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm so they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore, and then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died, or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright.
for a militia. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
midst of tough days, it's hard to see the end of the tunnel. I try to slow down, but the thoughts inside my mind just keep running. Been through the dirt, dragged through the mud, and felt the rain. I got some blisters from this walk that won't let me forget the pain. I took a long, hard look inside, there's no surprise. I need your help. For years I walked that broken road and only cared about myself. Wore my pride on top of my sleeve, and now I'm not doing so well. Satisfy my soul, I'm drinking from your well, from your well. Lord. I know you just got in my steps. So Lord, help me never forget Lord, it's on you that I'm finding my rest My GPS, no, cause you give me direction now Lord, you give me direction now Got me moving at the right pace with the right mind frame Lord, you give me direction now to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, my much better beloved better half. V. Lynn. Hello, Patriots. So what's going on, folks? I'm sure you already heard, we have but the uh, submarine is lost. God bless. As I told our son today. The six souls like, on board. He was like, the submarine finally ran out of air. I said, buddy, the submarine ran out of air four days ago. He said, what are you talking about? I said, as soon as it was lost, almost very shortly thereafter, they did not have enough air to get back up without getting the bends. Yeah. So. Yeah, it takes like, it's a, it's a 12 hour descent and I think it's a 14 hour reascent. So that gives you an idea how much time on, it takes. Depending on how long, to, how long you're down there for. The Correct. longer you're down there. The worse off the it wor- is. The, the longer it takes to come back up, the, the more you have to stop. So That's why they plan for 96 hours worth of air. Exactly. Yep. So once they hit that, that threshold, it, it wasn't very much time. It's just weird. Like even my son, my, my kid, my oldest kid was saying four of the people on board were billionaires. Yeah. Four of the people on board were billionaires. What are the chances that you put four billionaires in a, submersible craft that's sealed from the outside that was um founded by the rothschilds and never got a permit even though everybody going down to the titanic is supposed to have a permit from the u.s and the uk and it's also international law technically no you don't except that they had some treaty or something after yeah there's some wreck thing yeah yeah, yeah. There was whatever salvage anyway. diving thing it was an agreement between the uk and the u.s yeah Anyway, so, but, um, so, uh, yeah, we have vacation itis cause, um, you know, we leave in, I don't know, we leave the 13 house. hours. Yeah. Less than 14 that. hours. Even less. No, it's 14 hours. Uh, 3am or 4am. Okay. No, that, that, that would be 10 hours. 10 maybe. hours. Sorry. My yeah. bad. 10 our, hours. Our I was leaves, adding four more. Our Sorry. My leaves bad. In 12 hours. So um, we go back an hour when we get there too. So. Oh, good. So thankfully we have a guest tonight. So, you know. Um, we can just have a fun conversation. I'm excited. So uh, we are bringing in Jeff Richfield to talk to us. So y'all welcome Jeff to the show. How you doing, sir? Doing fantastic. Thanks for inviting me tonight. At, uh, thanks for coming. I know it was kind of short notice. I was uh, I was talking with Amy and she was like, hey, can I fit him in on, on Thursday? And I was like, sure, go ahead. I think that was 
Tuesday. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Uh, I do want to thank you. And also what you talked about with this catastrophic implosion, it's simply a prophetic act. If you think about this, even today, I'm talking about the catastrophic implosion of our banking system. And they had that implosion near the Titanic. Do you see how that's all coming together? Oh, yeah. And it was weird because on the original on the original boat in 1912, it was um, all the ones that all the that ones were that were going to go the against Reserve. the Federal Reserve well, Astor, that were on, um, on board the Titanic when it sank. Astor, John Jacob Astor um, and his brother uh, with the other um, Guggenheim, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then there were two others that were going to go against the they were going to vote against the Rothschilds and everybody else about the Federal Reserve. And they all died on the Titanic. Interesting. And it was simple misunderstanding that sunk the Titanic. It wasn't something that was hard to stop, just like this. They didn't have the right uh, instructions to put the machine together. I mean, how sad of a tragedy that people perished from that. And billionaires, there were rich people on the Titanic too, right? Yeah. What a lot of similarities that we're in today. Titan, the name of the ship was the Titan. That just, that just died or that just it imploded imploded exploded uh, yeah, essentially it was, it was called the titan um yeah but yeah actually when we were talking about mix of Demigos, uh what do you call him tonight's show and i i had already sent it to our producer and i was like oh catastrophic catastrophic failures and then a second later we hear it on the news and he was like about the sub i was like the sub the dollar joe biden name it take a pick it they're yeah. all catastrophic failures our economy yeah <laughs> Yeah, and that we can't save this economy with trillions of dollars of spending stimulus checks like they used to have and what they're going to do as the banks continue to fail. So that's why I'm here today is to share this, what I have felt I've been impressed upon by the Lord to share. And I'm so thankful that you had me on just before our celebration, our Independence Day around the corner. Well, Jeff, do me a favor and tell everyone like a little bit are, about you, who you are, where you're from, you know, what, what brought you to, to where you're yeah. at now. We get your cool head sheet, but not everybody else does. So, <laughs> well, all in, I mean, that's the alpha and omega. So if mm -hmm. you're all in the beginning and the end, you're all in him. Yep. So a a thousand percent. Amen. Absolutely. So, well, where am I from? I'm from a Lancaster PA area up there in Delaware and Pennsylvania. I'm not Amish, but I remember when I was a boy, I lived on a 1,200-acre estate the DuPonts owned. So my name is Jeff, which means God's peace, rich field, and I have that now in Nashville. We have a 70-acre facility we're building called Eagles Landing, and it's a field of dreams for fatherless kids. It's a, it's a house of prayer and worship that we're building. We have gardens, uh, teaching uh, hydroponics, things like this. So we are creating an ark, if you will. Okay. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Jeff. That's amazing. I just, I just heard about that the other day and I was like, man, I need to reach out to that guy. Um, and so it's obviously serendipitous cause I didn't put two and two together. So my best friend, Heather and I, we do a show on Saturday called freedom gardens where we, um, it started out cause she was jab injured and I wanted to find a way to at least mitigate her symptoms, if not cure her using natural medicine and, um, all, you know, stuff I grow or, that I source or whatever, uh, which we've been successful at and then teaching people how to grow their own food and be self-sustaining and self-sufficient. Um, and she, uh, she decided she wanted a cow. So now she's starting a 501c. Actually, she's starting. We have started and just gotten our 501c3 called Mama H's Farm for a Better Tomorrow. We are actually looking for 
land, kind of like what you described in Eagles Landing. And uh, we're starting a, a place for survivors of abuse and uh, veterans with PTSD and doing the same thing with gardens and animals and teaching people how to be self-sufficient and giving them a place, a refuge to go um, in in peace and prayer where they can heal and survive. So yeah. that's that's fantastic. You and I are going to have to chat after this on uh, maybe when I come back from vacation or I'll, I'll just hook you up with Heather. Um, and uh, and yeah, we'll we'll pick your brain a bit. So anyway, I'm I sorry. Continue. That. That's amazing. Yeah, it's just it's the, the Lord's doing that around the world. There's little places of Goshen. He's preparing for people because he has his body in his hands under his everlasting hands. The Lord has us. And for me, this is coming. All the stuff that's coming is for us more than at us. Mm -hmm. So I accept this as a reset. God's reset more than the enemy is coming to get us. I know the Lord uses all things together for good. And it's sad what's happening. But in the end, he's going to have a spotless bride. And so my goal, my game, my plea, and my plight <laughs> is to be close to God first, to hear the fear of the Lord, and to obey him and honor him and fear him. And so in Nashville, Tennessee, where we are now, we're, we're basically uh, igniting this uh, proclamation in the city. I have uh, Senator uh, Cody behind me, and we're going to have a fast coming up. So I'm excited to share about that. But a little about me first, uh, Jeff means God's peace. I'm a peacemaker in a rich field. And so I have my wife, Jody. We're all J's, Jeff, Jody, Jacob, James, and Jessica <laughs> spread Jeez. out in Nashville. Um, so I'm really excited. I'm proud of my children and I love my wife. And so we have a, a petting zoo on the farm and we have this hydroponic container. We grow vegetables, just starting that. Uh, I'm a Godpreneur. So I, I have a, a roofing company I just sold recently and uh, developed that myself and after a decade just last march decided to uh, move on so um, i received that uh, sale of that company i grew the company myself and we had 30 35 employees so i know how to scale things and uh but basically i'm a man of prayer uh and a man of um, a, a trumpet for voice of the lord i, I love the fact that um, that god is opening up doors right now uh, as a Godpreneur, I teach people on passive income streams. I speak on Clay Clark's tour time to time. Uh, love Charlie de Kirk, what he's doing. And so, um, you know, uh, I'm a voice in the wilderness <laughs> calling forth the things of God. So I have set up prayer tabernacles and I have a prayer tabernacle on my property uh, with decrees. And, um, you know, I'm declaring things that are not as though they are. And so teaching people kingdom foundations, kingdom identity, and kingdom purpose. So, but uh, what's on my heart right now is about where we are in the state of our union. So uh, I'd like to share about that if you like, or if you have any questions. I, I do have one question for you, Jeff, and, and I know this, this might spawn a long answer, but um, people don't just come in. Pe people, let's see, here's my question. When did God hit you in the head with your faith? Or, you know, kick you in the stomach, uh, you know, hit you over the head. Because you don't come into faith like that just, you know, benignly, as it were. And and our audience knows our story. Um, they're, they've watched me grow in faith. Mick's always been a, probably one of the most devout people I've ever known. Um, but uh, they've, they've watched me literally come into faith and, and watched it grow. And every time I think that that that's it. Like there's no way I could, I could have more in me. It, 
explodes and spills out over again and, and just it gets bigger exponentially every single time. Um, so my story is dramatic, but obviously our audience knows that. I'd love to hear your story. What what happened to you to m- make you understand that that uh, everything needs to be balanced through the weight of life, death and the kingdom? Thanks for asking that. That's uh goes back to my childhood. When I was eight years old, I loved this uh show called Lassie. You heard of that series, Lassie mm-hmm. the Dog Collie. I, I had a full-size collie growing up that looked just like Lassie. Yes. There you go. That's funny. <laughs> so when I was a kid, I loved that show and I would cry out to the Lord. I didn't have that knowledge of being full of the spirit, but I would cry out for a lassie. And one day, I kid you not, one showed up on my doorstep, but it was a boy dog. So we called him Laddie. And that's the first time I felt like I had a connection with the Lord, that he answered my prayers. And I had this thing going on. Well, I could just pray. And he's the genie. But I found out later he's not the genie. (laughs) So (laughs) I I suffered uh, through my life. I lost my brother through the drug problem and um, grew up in the rock and roll in the 80s, the rock and roll era. Mm -hmm. So I'm a drummer and uh, we became (laughs) semi-famous in Hawaii. We we warmed up for Aerosmith, Def Leppard. I'm a drummer and we played with Rat. When they were just coming out and so through that time um you know i went through a lot of hardship i never took any drugs god kept me free from alcohol drugs marijuana cigarettes never smoked anything uh but i did lose my brother to the uh addiction side of rock and roll and uh, my father had left at an early age so i grew up with a father's heart a hole in my heart there uh he reconnected with us when i was 19 and uh we went to the stand in a gap promise keepers together in 1996 that was phenomenal at the mall of dc right million men there we knelt down as a family uh me and my brothers and my father and gave our life to the lord and um that was a phenomenal experience but it wasn't until i got the promise keepers 1998 i guess that was 96 standing the gap uh, promise keepers and basically got filled with the spirit singing how great thou art in 10,000 men and I wept and I fell down on the cement and just cried. And it was cries and tears of joy though. And yep, so I filled me up with the spirit. I came back home. My wife thought I was a crack craze because I was joyful. <laughs> joy of the Lord was my strength. Uh, I love it. And he fills me up daily. So then I, I got a hold of the night and day prayer uh, modules from Mike Bickle at IHOP in Kansas City and became a student of him. Uh, teaching the Song of Solomon, uh, getting into the prayer intercession as my calling, my number one calling as a gatekeeper of our city and in our nation too. And so that evolved into a, um, until 9-11 came, I had a premonition something was going to hit our nation. And so I wrote a book called A City on Its Knees just before 9-11. Now, when I wrote the book, it was called Nashville, A City on Its Knees. But when they went to print, Nashville was missing. And I said, what's that printer? Why is it? Well, we don't know what happened, but somehow Nashville's name is not on your book. And so after 9-11 happened, I was kind of in shock that somehow the name got missed. And I felt like, wow, this is going to be a call for all cities, not just Nashville. And so that became a video. It's on YouTube, A City on Its Knees. And it's a choir at Belmont Church that we did in that in that depiction. Um, going back to, you know, honoring JFK and Martin Luther King, I have some quotes on there about that. So then 9-11 happened, right? That was a shock. And so the Lord told me that that's just a premonition of what's going to happen in the future. So I continued to pray. And I started writing books on prayer. 
and more songs, patriotic songs came in my heart just automatically overnight. I got a song called America, the beautiful one. And then uh, Warrior Bride, it's on Spotify, just came out with Warrior Bride as a video. All your music's on Spotify, isn't it? Yeah, right. Yeah, I couldn't get it because yeah, we, we got we booted from Spotify it. a long time ago. Yeah, we're banned from Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to get your song and I was like, I can't get it, babe. It's on Spotify. Oh. That's the only place. Oh, it's I on YouTube. It. Too. <laughs> All right, we'll keep that but, in mind. Uh, but, you know, uh, through the COVID crisis, the Lord laid on my impression, uh, warrior bride in the armor of God, the fire in your eyes and the armor by your side arise. And so a year ago, I wrote that song and it was a call for the bride to come back to life. So prophesying into the scars that, and the strikes that she took and is a call to come back in your identity and who you are and the power of God and rise up. And we videotaped taped that at a mansion in Nashville with some beautiful women. And it was just stunning. Uh, horses in it, swords in it. So I'll, I'll get you that video to share. Please do, because I'm actually I'm I'm writing a book right now. It's my first, but it won't be my last. But it's I've been writing it in my head for 20 years, but I finally have permission to actually write it. Um, and it's called War Bride. Wow. So we have some commonalities here, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the fear of the Lord, I'll just share, is what's missing in the church today. So you can love and, and love Jesus and, and just have, be fond of him. But when there's no fear of the Lord, we still fall in sin. We still go a different direction. When there's instant obedience of the fear of the Lord, that's when he is honored. That's when you're a true friend of God. So I'm calling back the church at large to the fear of the Lord. No compromise. You know, I'm ankle deep in it. I got a long way to go myself. And so this this declaration, this fast that we're talking about nationally is what I, I have in my heart now. And I, uh, at some point, I'd like to share that the not the vision I had, because if God didn't give me a vision, he gave me a knowing. Some mm -hmm. people have visions. I had just a knowing in my yep. spirit. I understand. He gets visions. I get knowings and okay. understand completely. Yep. Okay. So um, any questions or should I go into that? No, no please going. go. Go the fast. Oh, gosh. Thank you, Jesus, for this opportunity. So I'm in my prayer closet on June 16th at 3.30 a.m. He gets me up can, can around 4.30. Can, can I tell you why? Really quick. I want you to go on, especially with the fast. Yeah. We, we've examined the Bible at very at great length. And there is a couple chapters that are missing. Mm -hmm. And one of them is Matthew 21, 27. 26 i think it's either 21 26 or 21 27 it's missing from the bible completely and it says through prayer and fasting will you heal yourself amen yeah. and that's not in the bible that's not in the king james they it's been it removed out. they took it out mm -hmm. wow. why did they take that out because those are the two most important parts that you have to undergo when you're praying and fasting that's how you heal yourself mm -hmm. amen thank you brother and it's true because it physiologically it's true we talk about this a lot one of the best ways to initiate dna repair internally is through fasting when you fast for 72 hours distilled water only your body goes into autophagy and thank you for that correction for um the person that sent us the the diction correction because we were we were calling it autophagy it's autophagy where your body goes into dna repair you start healing yourself through wow. fasting so yes. anyway, that's why I think the fasting is really important. It's so important. Yeah. So this knowing came to me in increments and levels. It wasn't all at once. So 
he got me up at 333. I don't know what the number means. I didn't look up any prophetic numbers, but usually I'm up at 4:30 on the dime. I Actually, 333 yeah. is the prime. The pr it's the the God number. And yeah. on top of that, if you multi if you you know add three plus three plus three is nine, which is the number of man in the Bible. So hallelujah. Praise God. So um, I'm in my prayer closet I have, and I on my prayer closet I have the Bible, of course, and pastors I pray for, and it's a definite schedule of events. That's not just like a whimsical thing. I have a definite purpose when I'm in prayer. And so I'm on my knees in a posture, and uh, I saw the flag at half-mast, and I said, oh, gosh, somebody must have died. You know, when you see a flag, you go, mm -hmm. who died, right? And then I looked again, double take, and it was black and white this time, and I heard I said, who died, Lord? And I heard, I saw scars and strikes, not stars and stripes. And I felt shock when I saw, when I felt those words, scars and strikes. What do you mean, Lord? Yes, America's at half mast. You're in irons right now. And me and my wife are learning how to sail, Jody. And we're on the lake. And there's a term called sitting in irons. That's when the boat is uh, the sails raised, but you're not moving. You're dead. Cause, you're dead stop. Dead stop because you're not no in wind. the end. There's no way. Right. Yep. And so, yeah. And so we're sitting in irons and America is here in that state where we know evil is evil, but we're not rising yet. Some level of rising is happening, but there's still not that justice action where we're taking the people out that are unjust and they are defiant showing themselves, aren't they? They're not yes. hiding. Not they're, not even, they're not even, they're not yeah. covering it up. They're doing it right out in the open. They could, right there the is no fear. No fear, right? In my, in my, I, yeah. I guess. D my question is: There are enough of us that believe there will be that know that there's that fear. There will yes. be that we yes. can stop him from bringing that fear back to everybody else because he said he'd never do it again with water. No, he just said he'd never do it fire. again with wire water. Next time it's going to be fire. That's right. That's right. And the Lord's going to flush him out. That's mm -hmm. just like a hunter. And he's just kind of drawing them out to show their evil and expose almost like Pharaoh. I'm going to harden your heart and we'll see what happens when we get to the Red Sea. Right. So during that knowing, then I said, oh, God, please spare our children because I have two kids and I don't want them to suffer. Right. And so I cried out and I said, Lord, is there not a turning point? Can you have mercy? Pockets of Goshen mercy if we cry out. And he said, Jeff, it's too late. Focus now on harvest because the, the sickle is going to strike in the summer. So turn to missions movement, missions movement. So that week I get a call. Check this out. This is amazing to me. When, I, I, I'm sorry, Jeff. When was this? This is last week, the 16th. Okay. So I get a call from a, a friend of mine, Steve Tavani at WowJam. WowJam.com is winning our world for Jesus. They're coming to Nashville. They have a huge semi that comes in. The stage falls out on the truck. A sound system goes up. They have bike uh, repairs, uh, haircutting, a rocking chair for babies. <laughs> they have face painting. Then they have a message of God, free food giveaways. There's 120 people organizing this. And then they have an altar call and baptism right the same day. Thousands of people. He's had a million people get saved in front of his truck. He says, Jeff, I want to sell this truck now. This is my last time that we're going to go ahead because he had a heart attack last year. And he's recovered, but he's going to give his powerful message September 30th this year at the end of summer. So check this out. Jeff. I want you to buy the truck. I feel like I prayed for it. You're the one who gets the truck. I'm going to pass this baton to you. 
We've had uh, 30,000 gang members put their weapons on this truck. We've had bullet holes in the truck. Don't take those out. There's scriptures on it. I know you're going to need this for what the Lord has for next season. And I say, Jody, I don't know, $100,000 for a truck. I don't know if this is right. Oh, my gosh. So we prayed about it. Didn't know if it was right. There was a, a knowing inside. I think it will be mine, but I don't know how. Right. And so he says, I'm going to give you 10 days. And the 10th day was the 16th. That day, I get a call from my secretary. She says, Jeff, got to check in the mail from the IRS for $110,000. Wow. Okay. <laughs> the same day was the last day. So guess there's, what? There's guess no what? there's no way in any, <laughs> any being anywhere else in the world that that was not God. There's mm -hmm. no Man. way that is exactly Absolutely. what that was. That was like, it's hey, look. from the IRS. That's <laughs> How did you get the money out of them? That is impressive. Subject, First, real quick. Who so is your IRS agent? I need to <laughs> so we, we wrote up a bill of sale yesterday. I sent him the money. It's our truck. But check this is even getting better now. So Senator Mark Pody has become a friend of mine. And he. Uh, I went to see him the Monday before that happened. Hey, Senator Mark, I, I want to just talk about Operation Nehemiah, what's happening in our city at Kings Hill. We're raising up a prayer of 172 praying people to cover our city. And we want it to be live on 9-11 this year. And Wild Jam's coming September 30th. He goes, Jeff, the Lord told me the king is coming. And on September 30th, I'm going to set up a living full-scale tabernacle. And I'm going to Mobile, Alabama to buy these tabernacle items, the ark the laver, the showbread, and it's life-size, 30 by 50 yards. Will you come with me and get it? And of course I said, yes. So last Wednesday, we drove down there to get it. And we went to Mobile, eight-hour ride. We get to this place in Mobile. This guy spent 30 years making these. He's an artisan. And you walk in the room and you go, Wait, all of God is there. Like this is the tabernacle you walk into. And he's telling us things about the tabernacle I never knew and about the old covenant. He's like a smith in the words, numbers man, too. Check out one of the things he showed us. He said, when the priest would go into the Holy of Holies, there was no curtain that divided and you separated it. It was a full curtain and he translated through it. Just like Jesus did when he came back, he went through the wall to visit his disciples. And he, he used the language of that in the Old Testament. I don't remember the verbiage, but it, it just connected with my spirit. And I can see how that could be. You translated into the Holy of Holies. They didn't have a rope on them. That's not in the Bible to pull them out if they died. He goes, no, that's not in the Bible. They translated it. Why would a holy God let a dirty priest come into his Holy of Holies? He wouldn't do that. And then he went on to share with us what he, about the timetable of the Lord and the, and the time he's returning. And we don't know the exact day, but we know the season. He says, Jeff, we're in the time when Noah was in the ark and the table was or the doors are about to be shut by God in that last seven days. He says, we're in the end of the end days before he shuts the door of the ark. Mm -hmm. So I was like, whoa, this makes it real. So we got the tabernacle items. <laughs> And Mr. Mr. Cody and me came back four in the morning and I'm sitting here just overwhelmed by what the Lord has been doing. And then I got invited to your show, but I got more to share about this fast. Getting back to that. I just wanted to give you some of the neat mm -hmm. events that God has us in. It's daily now. It's mm -hmm. like we're just moving in the boat with the Lord. 
right? Yep. So Mark Cody agreed to make a proclamation now. So it's going to be a city proclamation. It's uh, American citizens proclaim a national flag fast because I saw the flag at half mast. How can we go celebrate Independence Day when I'm mourning? How can I go see the fireworks and jump up and down for joy like I used to? I'm in mourning right now, a state of crisis. And so I feel like just three days of an Esther fast when Esther sent the message to Mordecai, go and get all the Jews in Susa together and fast for me. Don't eat or drink for three days and nights. And I and my women servants will fast and will go to the king. Just like Senator Cody said, the king is coming. So we're going to approach him on the 4th and cry out for the colors of our flag to come back, that it would be not at half mast, that it would be raised up again. And so that's the movement that I'm proclaiming over our nation right now. I know we all fast. I know we just did a 21 day fast for Israel. I know we're going through a lot with that. But for me, this is monumental because I'm a patriot, a new patriot, not an old one. And right now we're at the time when Thomas Paine cried out, these are times to try men's souls. Are we not? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. we got to watch for the unstoppable thing, crisis of, of fireworks that are going to hit America because there is something coming in July. And I know it in the heart, just like I knew 9-11 was happening. Mm -hmm. It's just a knowing, right? Our liberty is under siege. And so my shout is the king is coming. Let's prepare because maybe the judgment can be stayed in certain areas of the states. Maybe we can have a Goshen for the people who are on the remnant that are praying and fasting, right? So I know he's going to carry us through the storm, but I hate to see people taken out by the storm in the ocean and the currents. And so I'm crying out in crisis right now, Lord, save America's people. Let the prophets cry and weep again at the altar, Lord. And Lord, help us to be people who look for the city, not just our houses, but look for people who are desperate to be ready with our ark, to food, to, to, to give people food when they need it. And Father, to give them even money when they need it, like in the book of Acts. And so that's why I'm preparing passive income streams for people so they can be generous again. And so I'm excited about that. You know, I, I want to be with you on that. I really do. Um, one of my issues with that is <clears throat> I'm also reminded of the story of Noah. Noah told the Jews that showed up at his, at the ark that were looking, that were asking questions. What are you doing? Why are you building this? It's because you don't believe that you will be left behind. And he knew that then. And he was able to look, you know, I, I, I think about Noah's story even more now because yeah. as we get closer to this, there's going to have to be a time where we cut ties that like, look, yeah, I want to feel bad. I do. You're yeah. absolutely, you're right. I, I, I never want to see another human perish for no reason whatsoever. Right. However, I also know that everybody's also made their own choice That's right. because free will was given to us by God. And Amen. he said, you are allowed to make a choice. It's up to you what how you use that choice, but you are allowed to make that choice. That's what differentiates you from the angels. Yes. Amen. I hear you on that. Totally. We're in a history repeats itself too. Remember 1857, Jeremiah Lamphere. There was a man who handed out flyers for prayer meetings at noon. Nobody showed up the first week, second week, a few here and there. Then the bank crisis hit. People were bankrupt. Some were committing suicide, wandering in the streets. What's and happening? His, and his prayer thing was packed. Packed. Right. Packed. History repeats itself. 
here we are again, banking crisis. I believe it's going to be, of course, more powerful, more of a boatload of people. Of course, there's millions now that's swept across the Northeast, right? That yep. revival went into the England and came back. Mm -hmm. and so we're, we're there again. Harvest evangelism is knocking at our door. So I'm asking for pastors, intercessors, and missionaries to interlock state to state. And so this, uh, this monumental prayer call is not just for states, but I believe it's a, it's a national call to link us up state to state. The canopies of prayer, the angels wing to wing, state to state communications. I spoke to my banker last week. At Merrill Lynch, he said, Jeff, there is a threat of underground servers being cut in the ocean. If mm -hmm. that happens, then banks can't talk to each other. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, okay, yeah, I can see that happening. So you know how far that is from the Titanic wreck? 22 miles. Wow. 22 miles from the Titanic wreck. Isn't it weird that we just had a ship go down there? Mm, odd. Yeah, odd. <laughs> the, international, so, the international sea cables go right past it, 22 miles south of where the Titanic wrecked. Oh, Lord have mercy. Yeah. So once many Americans came to catch the spirit of entrepreneurism and find freedom from tyrannical governments, and now more are pouring into our land and their own evil agendas, right? With the immigration that's happening to tear our country apart at its roots this time, right? We don't know where they're coming from. And so the, the, the crisis is so real. It's at our back door now. And when it comes to my door, <laughs> I'm not just going to let it happen, right? It's not really personal to many people right now but it's getting more and more personal. Mm -hmm. and, so, and so that's where we're at, my brother. And I, I, you know what? I love your message and I think everybody should hear it. Uh, one thing I ask, because you know, you guys do, and I, I'm not sure what denomination, I just know you're Christian. That's really all that matters. Um, you believe in Jesus. That's all that matters. Hallelujah. I'm a Catholic. I, I, don't, I don't care what you believe. I don't care who you are. I don't care what your religion is. But I, I asked this. I, I came home from Dr. Stella's ranch, a full-blown evangelical casting out demons. And he was like, wow. Okay, then. <laughs> Interesting. But one of the things I've been pushing and one of the things I think needs to happen, especially in this country, especially amongst America, just Americans, not political parties, just Americans. We, we have to identify with something. We've always identified with something. We've always identified with the red, white, and blue, but you've got too many people out today that are saying, well, that flag is racist, this, that, and the other thing. Fine. Let's just go with a word then. One word, patriot. You, you said you're, said it. you're a, you new, said you're a new patriot. Like the it. fact that you identify as a patriot is all I need to hear. I don't care if you're Jewish. I don't care if you're Muslim. I don't care. As long as you identify as being a patriot and you believe in a higher power, that's all I need. Amen. I loved your intro with the movie, The Patriot. That is amazing that you guys that's developed that. <laughs> it really inspired me to, to rise up. Whoever did that editing job was phenomenal. And I'm thinking, this is really great. We should show this in the movie theaters across America. But remember, we're just, all this is happening so we can return to our original state God wants to go in the garden again with his people and be intimate, right? He's breaking up Babylon and we have to get back to simple life. And remember in the New England, instead of separation of church and state, it was pastors and their churches that created the state, mm -hmm. right? Correct. Correct. <laughs> the pilgrim pastors, John Robinson, we are knit together as a body in covenant of the Lord, tied to all. Care, Correct. Care, Correct. Care that is each other. 
That is absolutely, that, that can't be, the, that has to be the greatest, because they were of all de denominations. If you exactly. go look, they weren't one religion. They were of several different religions that yeah. made up the state. Yes. And Greek ekklesia means assembly or congregation. And the word church is more like circus. So a covenant church was structure and everyone's involved. One kingdom to build, not, not all these little churches with different traditions, right? And so we got to get back to the simple life. And it was Puritan founder of Massachusetts, John Winthorpe, 1630. He wrote, this love among Christians is a real thing, not imaginary, necessary to the being of the body of Christ. And so these pilgrims who progressed to, to our America, they had it. When they laid stake to America, it was supposed to be a place to proclaim the gospel. And that's what it's been for all these years. Amen. 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 But then we had the Englishman come to town, a British military governor uh, named Thomas Gage, who outlawed town, town hall meetings. He outlawed the town hall meetings because democracy was getting too prevalent in America. And right now they're doing it again. They're outlawing our town hall meetings. We can't say this. We can't do protests or we'll be taken to jail. Right. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, We're waiting on the FBI to come knocking on our door any day. So, yeah. so um, my friend, when, when we uh, when we try and get on a plane tomorrow morning, what's going to happen there? Oh, I'll be, be praying. I'll be praying. You guys, I'll be covering you in prayer. But uh, <laughs> Leon Benjamin's a friend of mine. I'm on his prayer calls. Mm -hmm. And um, and so, yeah, he's on fire. He's right on the front line. He's talking last night about we have to develop a state to state assembly where we can get food, communications, right? Needs met. So we have to start creating that in a small level, state to state, right? Uh, remember one thing too, Calvin Coolidge, one of our presidents in, in 1926 said, the principles which went into the Declaration of Independence are found in the sermons of the early colonial clergy. They preached equality because they believed in the fatherhood of God and brotherhood of men. You know, and Calvin Coolidge is the only president of the United States that wasn't descended from King John of England. Wow. Well, I don't want to talk about the king in England right now. I don't know. <laughs> a little nefarious stuff going on there. Did you see the celebration where they drug in Molech? Yes. Oh, yeah. My gosh. I mean, right in front of us. They don't I mean, hide anything anymore. I no. mean, nothing. $6.2 billion just got laundered back to Ukraine, back to the Bidens, probably via Ukraine, right in front of us. And they said, oh, it was an accounting error. Oh, um, you know, when we pulled out the Kelly Blue Book to determine the value of a tank, we went by the used value instead of the new value. <laughs> OK. Oh, well, you lose. Right. So we have to get our justice systems back into par. Democracies and republics have citizens, which is the Greek word for co-sovereign, co-rulers, co-king. That's who we are. Right. <laughs> So we got to step back into that place. We're not going to take no for an answer. We're in a Kairos moment, a Nehemiah moment. The walls are down, but we got God behind us. He's not going to let us fall too, fall too low. He's going to pick us back up. We know he's creating a situation. All things work together for good for those who love the Lord called to his purpose. Right? So we're not at fear or loss or dismay. Yes, it's strange, but we know. Like the, like the Egyptians who chased after Israel. They didn't know in the end until they saw the seas part, right? They thought they were going to lose their life. And so God has a sense of humor too in this chasing. And so he's going to reveal yes, he himself. Does. His glory will be seen in the end. I know it. Yes, it he will. The day of sight us. is the day Not of sight is nigh. There, there will be a day of sight soon. And this is something 
message that I received. But man, per se. how how bad do we have to be that the the devil that's chasing us keeps falling down on empty stages yeah. or falling upstairs? I'm just yeah. wondering how bad do we have to be as a people that that's the devil that God is sending after us? That's supposed to create fear. That's that's the point that I think we're missing here is that. W- this should make us be really, really scared that we've let ourselves get to this this really unholy point where we're watching the, the transmission stand up on stage. Go to the White House. No, that's see, yeah. that's the trap. No, that's the trap where you said we should be really, really scared. That's the trap. We shouldn't be f- afraid. That's what got us. No, in not the first not place. scared of that, but scared that we're letting it happen, that nobody's standing up to it, that God is watching this right now going. Well, you know, and it's if it's you let fear in your heart. It will rule you and separate you from God. You need to stand up and inspire other people to do the same yeah, instead true. of being afraid that no one else is going to join you. True. Right. Fearless leaders rise That's up. That's a good point. Yeah. And yeah, the, the reason, but I, it, okay. It scares me in that it feels like sometimes there's very few of us that are the ones saying, wait a minute, why is that happening at the white house? Right. Why is this the staple of American culture? Why is this being allowed? And the reason it's being allowed to happen is there is a culture. There is a demographic of us that kept silent for so long. Right. And we were the quote unquote silent majority. Mm -hmm. And that's where the issue is. That's it. That's it. God has his day. God has his timing. And so I'm crying out for the beloved to raise their sails, turn on love and faith and not fear. Right. Turn in the direction of the wind. So our boat can move and be a living vessel of a testimony, escaping the irons of fear and, and powerlessness and sharing our message and getting in, get your voice to be heard, right? Anchor your soul for the summer of harvest that's about to hit. Prepare ourselves for that. Our father is beckoning us to move forward in faith. And he wants us to know he has our backs. Amen. This is our time to rise and shine. Hallelujah. So absolutely. I'd like to spend a little time in prayer, but also about the the uh, reasons what we're going to pray for in our fast. Can I share about that? Yeah, go for it. So what we're praying for is uh, and I, I got this uh, consecration I developed. It's a national independence day, three day fast prior. And I said, Lord, who's going to not drink water and food for three days? I don't even know if I could do no. And he said, Jeff, if your nation was going to be annihilated, would that change your heart? And I said, yes, of course. So that's the urgency that I fear, the fear of the Lord in that, right? And so um, the things we're crying out for, we're going to our king for specific instruction and divine rescue plan to restore what's been lost in our republic, to reverse evil decrees and make wrong things right in the spirit. We're going to our king for justice, to ring loud and cut off the present tyranny of evil and in uh, and the evil wanting to annihilate America's founding virtues, right? Number three, we're going to our king to implore him for justice to return to our voting system, for righteous rulers to be elected and overturning of evil laws. Number four, we're going to our king for the power of grace to be poured out over our nation, for his church to be emboldened with the fear of the Lord unto holiness. See, it takes uh, an immediate obedience to the Lord, and it takes an extra grace to be into the fear of the Lord to, to holiness. Cause that sounds hard. How do you become holy? Well, it's character first. That's when my book uh, called open eyes wide open 
you can get that. But uh, so for the citizens of the body of Christ across America, we're going to the king to overturn false narratives of that annihilation because they want to. They're chasing the church down. It is the last days. That's the spirit of Antichrist, right? Chasing the bride. And the last one, we're going to our king for revival for the hearts of the fathers to be turned to the children. I'm crying for a great revival of that to happen. A culture of life to prevail over death. So there be true repentance and rest that leads to true freedom, jubilee, and unity. So those are the things we're proclaiming during this fast. And I can get people a copy of that at jeffrichfield.com. That's where you can find all this. It's right really, there at the bottom of the screen. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Bottom of the screen. So my, it, it happens so quick that my uh, back end guy, he's just putting all that up right now. But you can email me, get on our list that way. The most important thing to remember is bring people to Christ right now. The second most important thing is to preserve the freedom to do the first thing. <laughs> bring people to Christ. Freedom of speech has to be resolved. Amen. Patriot. Being, a, being a patriot. Standing yeah. up for your, your Bill of Rights, your Constitution, for everything that we were given. Yes. And the last part of this is to gird ourselves. The meaning of girding is to set your priorities again. Look at your schedule. What can I do, Lord, to get more involved? Because we're all going on that fast track, just working every day, nine to five. If we don't stop that mentality, it'll just be swept out of under our feet like the high mm-hmm. tide that came in. And we'll go, what happened? Well, you were too busy just on your hill, just watching your own house. Ask the Lord, gird yourself. Father, what can I do to make a difference in my schedule? Even if it's just for 30 minutes a day, maybe I'll pray. Maybe I'll write a letter to the to the governors or the, you know, to the president. But there are things, action steps that can take place. So I'd like to pray for us here at the end, if that's all right. Absolutely. Go for well, it. Hold on one moment. A cu- couple of questions. First of off, um, what's the name of your band? Well, or I don't have any more. You were in? because I was in a band called Casanova. And also it was called Rex Havoc in the 80s. Okay. Uh, we had a little Japanese, earlier. So we had a um, Japanese album. That's about all as far as we went. Okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We got a good friend of ours. Uh, he just uh, had a rather unfortunate diagnosis uh, with cancer. We got some people that are asking if you would pray for Gerby. Just yeah. give him some prayers. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Um, and and we'll we'll get to that. I, I do want to I want to share this real quick. Heard this before, um, but in case you haven't, a little prayer from our end. This is uh, the the translation of the Lord's Prayer from Aramaic. Yes, I get it. Okay. Oh, Bertha, Father, Mother of the co- of the Cosmos. Oh no! You've got to be kidding me! It just died. There's a cord over there. There's a blue cord that's hanging off the side of the the studio oh i was trying so hard okay yeah you killed it i know <laughs> her her phone just died she was like looking at it that's yeah. all right that's all right i don't quite have it memorized yet no that's, nope, that's not it not this it's okay father we thank you for grace hallelujah hallelujah that's fine so, yeah, just shifting our mindset from just going through the motions of the traditional July 4th and going and celebrating in tradition rather than the fear of the Lord to give a holy pause and stop all the commotion. Right. Reflecting on the present state of our union. That's what I'm talking about. OK, so no, I, I, I like it. Yeah. OK, 
So um, we can still honor our patriots. We can still honor the forefathers, what they stood for. But right now they're in their graves. Some of them reeling, some in heaven shouting, all we gave for and fought for and bled for and died for is tottering in the balance. Wake up, move. <laughs> we'll come of your freedom. Amen. Yeah. So you pray that prayer or so I. No, go ahead. I'm I'm looking for it here. We're still looking. <laughs> I want to pray uh, Isaiah 61 because that's where I believe we are right now. For the spirit of the Lord God, I prophesy and I pray right now over everybody watching this. Over the airwaves, God, I thank you for your spirit right now. In Jesus' name, go forth with power, God. The spirit of the Lord God is upon us in America and even globally, Lord, that you're raising up people who know the truth and are willing to sacrifice because the Lord anointed us to bring the good news to the humble. He sent us to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim release to the captives and proclaim freedom to the prisoners, freedom and proclaim the favorable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn and grant those who mourn in Zion, giving them a garland instead of ashes. We speak the word of the Lord. We ask for oil of gladness instead of mourning. God, the cloak of praise instead of disheartened spirits. God, that they will be called oaks of righteousness, the planning of the Lord, that he would be glorified. And then, check this out, then they will rebuild the ancient ruins. This is back to Nehemiah. They will raise up the former devastations and they will repair the ruined cities, the desolate of generations. See, God has given us a house so that we can take a city. It's the house of prayer, and we pray, and we, we walk into the city and take it. But many churches have got their house and their paneled walls, and they're, have, they're 3,000 people. But I know Father's raising them up to go out of the city, right, out of the walls. So, Father, I thank you for this awesome time that you would recognize this fast coming up, these three days, that you would call the nation, not by me, but by the voice of God so that we can rejoice in you, Lord, and our soul will be joyful in our God. And he has clothed us with garments of salvation. He's wrapped us with a robe of righteousness. And so we thank you, God. And I pray for these fearless leaders right here, Lord, and I ask you to secure them with your everlasting arms and heal the afflicted, those who have sicknesses right now. We speak to cancer, die, COVID, get out of here. We speak life to dry bones. And we thank you and prophesy that America's people shall be saved. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hey, you got to come to Nashville. I want to show you the land. I want to show you Eagles Landing. It's also Harvest International's mission base. Absolutely. So Harvestinternational.com. I, yes. I am down for that. When we get back from uh, when we get back from Jamaica, I will pop Heather in the car and we will come take a trip to Nashville. Jamaica. Um, All right. Yeah. <laughs> we have a, a family trip. We go with three generations. So my Woo. parents, um, my mom's sister, and then us and our children. So just just a family trip going for like a week and a half. So it's a, lot, a lot of fun. It's uh, every once in a while you need to escape from all the insanity. And That's I'll right. tell you, Jamaica is one of the most um, spiritually awake places that I've ever been. Wow. I mean, they're 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 no joke in Jamaica. So That's uh, powerful. Yeah, it really well, is. I'll be praying right. for your chef. Could I send you a PDF of the fast page? Yeah, please. please. Yeah, We'd love absolutely. to post it. Awesome. All right. I found found this. Well, I'll put it on his phone now. So, uh, oh, birther, father, mother of the cosmos, soften the ground of our being and carve out a space within us where your presence can abide. 
Follow us with your creativity so that we may be empowered to bear the fruit of our mission. Let each of our activities bear fruit in accordance with our desire. Endow us with the wisdom to produce and share what each being needs to grow and flourish. Untie the tangled threads of destiny that bind us as we release others from the entanglement of past mistakes. Do not let us be seduced by that which would divert us from our true purpose, but illuminate the opportunities of the present moment. For you are the ground and the fruitful vision the birth power and the fulfillment as all is gathered and made whole once again. Hallelujah. That's so awesome. I mm -hmm. love that. I want to give a copy of that one. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> yeah. I also want to share, I'm working with uh, Reverend Bill Cook for the Gideon's 300 pledge for the black coats. I'll send mm -hmm. you that document too. 12 states have signed up for that. And that's just getting pastors back in the game. Right. And then uh, whoever needs a, a year of expansion, I teach on kingdom foundations, identity and purpose and the goal setting. I keep people accountable so they can have a winning 2023 in the midst of the storm. Well, we appreciate it, sir. Fantastic. And uh, we appreciate your time and you coming on here tonight. And uh, God bless you. And yeah. uh, I hope to God everything works out for you, your yeah. family, your farm. Uh, we're doing the same thing. So apparently he's reaching out to more than one of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll see each other. I'm sure you'll be in Nashville someday. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I used to actually be stationed there. I was up there at Fort Campbell for the longest time. Mm -hmm. That's 20 miles from me, brother. Yep. I know about that. Yeah, I used to live in Clarksville for the longest time. Awesome. The choppers fly over my house all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's probably me at one point. <laughs> Back in the day. All right. Love your guys' heart. Let your show resound. There's one prayer I want to share with you, Jeff, oh. before we let you go. I know that time's about up here, but um, I let's see. A uh, couple months ago, I you know I get up we get up early because we kind of live what you said. We sold our house. Uh, we got out of the rat race. We moved right. an hour out of the city and bought three acres and started a homestead and I'm raising chickens and ducks and growing all my own food. Um, and we're doing this full time, obviously. So, you know, we're, we're trying to lead by example. We've just followed what the, the Lord's told us to do, honestly. Um, yeah. and that's, you know, just, it's been pressed on my heart to prepare and get healthy and, and try and teach people how to do that. But a couple months ago, I woke up, I got up and, uh, I, I get up in the morning early and I put the podcast out and uh, I have all my show notes already, you know, pre-written all the sponsors and whatnot. And I copy and paste. And in the middle of the show notes, there is this prayer. And it was so, so weird, right? Because he goes to bed before I do generally. He gets right. up a little bit before I do, but like he's in the room with us. He's in the shot, you know, whatever. So um, I don't know where this came from. And it says, and when I vest my flashing sword and my hand takes hold in judgment, I will take vengeance upon mine enemies and I will repay those who haze me. Oh, Lord, raise me to thy right hand and count me among thy saints. Whosoever sheds man's last blood by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of God made he man destroy that which is evil so that good may flourish. And I shall count thee among my favored sheep and you shall have the protection of all the angels in heaven. Never shall innocent blood be shed yet. The blood of the wicked shall flow like a river. The three shall spread their black shall spread their blackened wings and be the vengeful striking hammer of God. Wow. Wow. That sounds like a psalm that was not in the Bible, got taken out. Yeah. <laughs> Probably a little violent. Yeah. yeah. But like I said, that just showed up in my notes on my computer, literally where I could not miss it uh, on May 9th. 
of this year. And um, yeah. So anyway. haven't moved it since we leave it right there because <laughs> no, it was cut, put well, there for a reason. I cut it out and I put it in its own note so that I wouldn't, you know, because I copy and paste. But yeah, it, it's yeah. Wow. Powerful. So anyway, either way, we do appreciate you coming on, sir. We appreciate you giving your time tonight and uh, everybody go check them out. Jim, Jim Jeff, Rich or Jeff, Jeff Richfield.com. <laughs> Sorry, I can't speak tonight. I'm on vacation time already. You are on All good. Time. All good. All right. All right. We're connected now. Thank We're you, good. Jeff. Thank you so much. Appreciate you guys. God bless. bless All right. Bye. Well, I guess, you know, that's, I, I swear that's the, there's every time this happens, there's always a reason. It's always you a little know, reason you hear something that like all of a sudden tingles the clicks. spine. That's it. Yeah. It clicks I, in. Seriously. It's like yeah. every person that we brought on, uh, unless mm -mm. there was definitely obvious or obviously a reason that they shouldn't be on. We've noticed that every time this has happened, for instance, we brought him on. He seems holy. That's exactly like the same thing you're doing. It sounds exactly like yes. the same thing. Yes. I mean, it sounds like the same thing that Heather's doing. So the two of you definitely should go out there and yes. talk to him, pick his brain. Exactly. Because the rest of it from there is, shoot, it's too easy. Yeah. I, there's so much. You could do so much on one of these places. I, I see the value in it and I see the added benefit of it too. And I see more and more of these places popping up all across the country because People are tired. They're tired of living in neighborhoods where they don't know their neighbors because literally their neighbors change out so much. How do you even know? Yeah. We live in a mil military town. We live in a huge military town and people are rotating in and out of here all the time. Yep. I mean, you guys live in the civilian world. You know, how, how many of you walk out and talk to your, I mean, seriously, you go out and you have like long drawn out conversations. Like your neighbors are just walking in your front door. I mean, I was walking. That shit dogs. hasn't happened since 1980. I was walking the dogs the other day and one of my neighbors, one of our neighbors stopped in the road and she and I talked for 20 minutes while she's sitting in her car and I was standing at her window in the middle of the road. Yeah, but how many, <laughs> back in the day, you know, I remember back in the day when my buddies used to come over and they come running in the front door and my mom and dad wouldn't say a goddamn thing. Yeah. Today, somebody comes running in the front door. You're lucky if you don't get shot. I mean, that's true. Well, no one runs in our front door because it's locked all the time because the dogs know how to open it. So, well, minus that part. If you and come by the, the time, house, by the way, if you have a fucking, when you have a fucking 200 pound behemoth <laughs> standing in front of you going, what are you going to do? You're going to get froggy because I just been looking for a reason to run. Exactly. You're just going to die tired, bitch. Hmm. Uh, well, since we were there and now we're, we're in church on Thursday, which is cool because we're not here for a week. So I like church on Thursday. That works for me. No, no, let's, let's smoke. No, we're we're gonna get there, but we you. Wait, asked, what do you mean? Like, we're gonna get there? I said no, no, no we're having fun. Uh, we are having fun. You asked me to pull this clip, and I'm trying. Which one? Um, I didn't ask you to pull any clips. Yeah, today. from yesterday. Well, that was yesterday. That's a completely different day. Well, no, because it was the the uh, Lord's Prayer in Aramaic. Oh yeah, get that. No, that's good. Yeah, that is. Yeah, good yeah, one. yeah. And I'm just trying to remember where I put it. I think I put it in. Uh, Did you put it in True Spiracy? Uh, you know, yeah, that's it right there. That's it right there. No, no, that's the adrenochrome clip from him. No. That's not. That is probably in conspiracy. That's probably in conspiracy. Because that's where I would have told you to put it. Adrenochrome. Let's see. Uh, yeah, let's see it, buddy. I don't know where it is. I know I pulled it yesterday. I don't 
don't think you did. Unless it's still in show clips. It might be. Okay. Well, we will. Well, go back to the show clips that I'm going to. That's going to be that's that's uh, something different. Chill out. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> no. I put it somewhere. Did you put it and fuck around to find out? I might have. Yep, there it is. <laughs> Look at that. All right, here we go. Listen, listen to this. Just listen to the words. Close your eyes and listen to the words. It's going to make your hands, hair stand up on your, your skin. Trust me. Yep. How's he Otia boy? Kuma bezrati. Shambreni meresha te shata minu alai. Akakasaya no shiadanai. Akakasiti. Go. my commandment to you is this you love one another as I have loved you so you love one another coming very soon the resurrection of the Christ God bless you coming it's, very soon yeah no joke and and not just the movie either that's deep as shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sparky, I've got the the Jim Casaville interview from Bannon, but I was actually saving it for when we get back because the true spiracy when we get when we get back is is uh, all about adrenochrome. So yeah. Adrenochrome. Yeah, so that's uh I'm gonna save that one. Um I, I do want to address something else real quick because uh, I, I saw you guys talking about the urine therapy in the chat and I wasn't going to bring it on when Jeff was in because um, it was outside the scope of the conversation. However, I believe Wicked, it was you that said that uh, if you're going to drink your pee, don't drink the the, the first one in the morning because that smells nasty, actually. That's when you're supposed to. If you're going to drink your piss. Drink the first one. Drink the first one. More DNA comes out in the first one than it does in any others. That actually has your original stem cells correct from when you were born your original uncorrupted pure stem cells are in your morning urine every morning so if you are going to drink your own pee if you are going to try urine therapy which stop is eating asparagus right now everywhere in the world <laughs> except for western civilization so we don't do it here or you know they don't do it in the uk but i'll tell you you go to india or africa or china and they all do it there <clears throat> um drink your first urine in the morning or if you don't want to drink it you can uh cup it in your hands and splash it on your face and put it on your hair it will make your hair grow longer it will get rid of your wrinkles it is again this is it's literally stem cell therapy designed for you tailored for you your urine is your body's way of making 
the medicine that you need for whatever you have every day. That's why it's sterile. Holy shit. I know. It sounds absolutely disgusting. No, I just had a vision. Every guy just got in the shower and they're going to fucking be in there in the morning <laughs> pissing straight up in the air, trying to dance under it because we all think we can piss higher and taller than we are. And we're going to try and dance under it so it gets all over us. <laughs> Uh, T.W., you're right. If you get bit by a poisonous snake, that, what do you think they do in the jungle? Literally, if you get bit by a poisonous snake, you wait like you wait like three minutes and then normally you die. Well, I mean, no. seriously. No, yes. no, no, no. You drink your own so, piss. And so that is uh, anti let, hold time out. Time out. Stand by there, sweet tits, because that does not work. It does. No, not for neurotoxin. It does not work. It does. No, hemotoxin, it works. Neurotoxin does not work. Well, I guess it depends. Neurotoxin will kill you faster than you can piss. Well, all right. So it depends on the snake. Sometimes, you know, like if it's a, a fucking black mamba or some shit like that, then you're fucked. Hemotoxin, yes. But, a neurotoxin, no. Okay. But if you get bit by a poisonous snake and you're still alive to think, oh shit, I should drink my own piss, then you're probably okay to drink your own piss and then it's going to cure you. If you, you don't even reach that comprehension, then you're fucked anyway. And it don't doesn't matter. It. Don't worry about it. They already figured it out. I'm just going to, yeah, I'm just going to pass. Yep. I, 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 look, if I get bit by a fucking something smaller than me that can kill me, then I need to die. That's what I, the way I look at it. It's actually true for poisonous spiders and scorpions as well. Honestly, because it's your body produces antivenom. It, it's, no, same, same it's not antivenom. It produces an antihistamine that works in your body more or less like antivenom. Okay, fine. Whatever. It works. It's not antivenom because next thing you know, you're going to have people running around drinking their own piss after they got bit by a fucking rattler <laughs> and we're going to get fucking sued because you said it was anti. No, it's not antivenom. Right, it produces an antihistamine that your body naturally absorbs mm -hmm. and it can produce, reproduce it faster than it can produce pain causing cells and all that other bullshit. Yeah. But anyway, um, if you want to live it, forever, drink your own piss. It's actually very Me, effective. I'm going to die at like 120. So there's like okay. people that died at 120 that were drinking their own urine like, oh, for gosh. the last 30 years of their life. Damn. Yeah. You're going to end up drinking your own piss. <laughs> yeah. I'm not there. Nope. Stick me on Zoom. That's why I want to. That's why if if it's gonna go, if it's gonna happen, I kind of want to go out like those guys did on the bot and that ship because that was instantaneous. When that shit ruptured, the pressure split and they became goop at okay, the bottom of that fucking can. Yeah. It was funny because my my son goes, "Oh well, that's good. They're gonna be able to recover the bodies." I said, "Do you have a a, a bucket?" And he said, "What are you talking about, Dad?" I said, "Hey, when you decompressurize at that distance underwater, um, your body turns to mush." your bones, everything becomes mush because the pressure is so great. It literally crushes you to the bottom of the, the boat. Do you have a, do you have a big enough bucket to collect all of that? Because that's a lot of shit we got to pick up if there is anything left in it, because by now it's been picked clean. Yeah. Yeah. Those fish are pretty quick. I, I, that shit's that's, it's no joke when you're talking about, especially my, th they said the last contact they had with the submarine was 3,127 feet below the surface of the water or 3,127 meters below the surface of the water. Feet or meters? Meters, I believe is okay. what they measured it in. For whatever reason, they were doing the m meter measurement. 
that was the last time that they had radio contact with them. It, and they said it's not odd for them to lose radio contact while they're descending, which is completely plausible. I've heard that before, too, mm -hmm. because when you're moving, it's not real easy to keep radio contact. If they lost radio contact there and the catastrophic, because they're estimating right now, that's where the catastrophic Failing collapse happened. happened because they found wreckage spread out uh, 1600 feet from the bow of Titanic all the way spread across an open field that Titanic never spilled into how that happened. Another great question because I don't understand how a debris field ended up short, but whatever, especially when the, the boat split in two, which is even more weird, but whatever, you know me, I'm just a conspiracy theorist like that. Anyway, um, that's where they said that this wreck is. Um, if that happened at that, that decompression, in that fucking, they said that the sonar buoys, the problem that they're having is that they said the sonar buoys did not pick anything up and they had sonar buoys in the water when the boat went down, which that is an issue because sonar buoys can hear everything under the water. We put up a net of them across our oceans for a reason, because we can hear everything that's going on underneath the water meaning we can hear subs, we can hear all sorts of different things. We do it for a reason. Our sonar buoys are very good. That's how they got the banging. What I think they got when it was banging was more crushing. You heard more of the ship being crushed. Um, As someone pointed out, if they were alive down there, they would have been banging constantly. Constantly, yeah. They wouldn't be banging in 30, 30 minutes. And then somebody brought up, what about air? What if there was a problem with one of the CO2 scrubbers and it was somebody who was passing out and that was their last little bit to yeah. get out of noise? Because if you're lethargic and tired, you don't know how, how fast or how slow you're banging. Yep. You know, it, there's, there's a couple different things. Well, I, I got a feeling we'll never know. And I heard probably one of the most convincing, um, conspiracy theories today which she read to me because she's like you were just asking for a conspiracy theory Can't here's have, one yeah 22 miles southwest of that is the international sea cable all right it runs from washington dc to europe somewhere in england okay they keep saying that the the search field gets bigger and bigger and now they're saying larger. that they're talking about cutting off anybody else going there are they talking about anybody else going there because we're going to see what's going on down there or are we going to see that you know the titanic didn't really sink from what it sank from what they told us it did sink from from supposedly a fucking a skip off of an iceberg when in actuality it turns out it was a fucking bomb. It was an explosion. I mean, what are we going to find out that they don't want us to know about? There's a reason why they're cutting off this part of the ocean from us. Yeah. And Something's going down there. Billionaires is, you know, just a little extra sauce. All right. It's about that time. It is. So fuck off. It is. I am on vacation. Period. Not quite. We haven't finished. I'm on packing. vacation. <laughs> You want to get high? I do. We Let's haven't do finished it. packing yet, though. We haven't. Still got to pack. We're I getting do. there. Well, your clothes are in the dryer, so. Yeah, I'll get there someday. Not worried about it. Basic dude stuff. Um, yes, John, he did say a, a a pure dry fast, no water or food for three days. I don't know that I can do no water I don't water know if I either. can do that. I can do no food, but no water is a rough one. Although I suppose if that's what the Lord wants me to do, then that's what I'll do. Pack it up. Fire it up. You got it. Smoke it if you got it. 
Dude, what was going on with Foxhole today? I could not get on Foxhole for the life of me this afternoon. Sparky said you're not talking about the sons being seen, two of them being seen. Oh, Sparky, honey. We watched one of them set in the East last week. No Over our house. Joke. Over our house. There was one sun setting in the West, and then there was one sun setting in the East, and we were like, what the fuck is that? It felt like I was on Tatooine again. No shit. But honestly, I was told two years ago that. Oh, LG, are you calling abyss on this one? Are we are we going to go down the the road of the abyss? Um, I was told two years ago that whatever we saw going forward would be nothing like we'd ever seen before. So honestly, at this point, nothing surprises me. Nothing at all. I, I seriously nothing can I don't think. I mean, Nick could grow wings and start shooting lightning bolts out of his eyes, and it wouldn't surprise me. What if I grew wings and fired lightning bolts out of my ass? With what flames coming out of their buttholes? Yes, that wouldn't surprise me either. No, I didn't hit it. It's not lit. I'm just saying. Well, no, if you remember LG in the abyss, uh, LG said, I heard some weird audio that they were seeing blue lights and it felt like they were being pulled from behind. I said, well, I asked him if he thinks the abyss, the movie, the abyss, if you remember the movie, the abyss, that's exactly how they described what was going on around them. The, the ocean floor became lit with a purple light and they were getting pulled from behind, dragged from behind as Ed Harris was yelling over the radio. I found my canvas in combat sweatshirt today. And my favorite dress, your favorite dress, my son, my Columbia sundress, the red and blue one that I wore in Vegas. You know what I'm talking about? The tight one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it will be. So. When the FBI knocks on your door, what do we tell them? Nah, nah bear. bear. Nah, bear. <laughs> Give them the nah, bear. We ain't never, they ain't never going to cover this shit. Come on, Leo. You know better than that. Mm -hmm. Cisco, you guys know better than that shit. They don't give a fuck about they us. don't give a fuck about us. Nobody gives a fuck about us. Shit. He did. Wait, Biden fucking, he tried to say today, he's just like, yeah, I mean, I'm doing all this because I'm trying to put money back in Americans' wallets. <laughs> he said, where? Where? Where are you trying to put money back in my wallet? Motherfucker, every time I turn around, you're sliding your fucking hand in my pocket to take my wallet out to take more fucking cash out of it. <sighs> don't, don't, don't give me this. Don't piss on me and tell me it's rainy. Nah, it's not the way it works. If I want urine therapy, I'll do my own. Thanks. Fucking yeah. Douchebag. Anyway. Anyway. Where are you going? I don't know. I, I just told you, let's have fun. Let's see if we can find... I sent you a bunch of funny shit on Instagram. I sent you a bunch of shit that I thought was hysterical. We're going to have fun. That's it. We're, we're going on vacation. 
Yeah. I'm not going to talk news and ruin your all's mm -hmm. night. You guys are going to have a great fucking week. Landon You'll figure something else out to do today. We're not talking news today. Fuck. Yes, I did hear my song this morning. There's Land. no fucking news. Going it was on. well done, but there really isn't. There's nothing new. It's still the same shit from Durham. They're laundering money. They're laundering money and Durham. nothing's really changed. And they're not going to do anything about anything. So, fucking Hunter Biden pleaded guilty. Um, he took his two counts to nothing and he's going to get off with murder. Where, where, Hey, black lives matter. Where you at? Where you at? Why aren't you protesting this? Because there's a lot of black guys that are in prison right now for the same crime that Hunter Biden just committed. And they're in prison for three to five. Meanwhile, Hunter is walking around free and can still carry a gun. Just asking for a friend. Where you at? Black Lives Matter. Where you at? Fucking uh, Patrice Colors and your fucking merry band of losers. Where you at? You fucking hypocrite. Um, well, here, here's a here's a little laugh for you. I know everyone was making fun of KJP for this one, so we didn't get around to it. So we'll do it now. Oh, was this when she was on talking about how a year in this world? There's been a couple of things that I that has made me incredibly proud. Many things, many things that made me incredibly proud to be at that podium uh, during this historic moment. Again, this is a historic administration. I'm a historic figure, and I certainly walk in history every day. But this is also a historic making administration because of this president. Bitch, how the fuck are you stereotyped? You are a black lesbian immigrant immigrant standing behind a podium at the White House. No, 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 no. See, there's a problem. See, I was all about equality right up until Barack Obama was elected into the White House. At that point, equality has been reached. As far as I'm concerned, nobody else, you've just achieved it. Black men have achieved it. They've made it to the to the rank of president of the United States. We get a woman there, especially maybe a Latino woman or something else there in the future, then we'll, we will have achieved that level of equality. But for now, as far as I'm concerned, bullshit, all roads are open. There's no ceiling. There's this fictional ceiling. Well, there's the ceiling we have to Bullshit. There is no ceiling. The ceiling that you're talking about is the ceiling that you in place. The ceiling and the racism that you're talking about is the racism and the ceiling that you put in place, not the other way around. And that, that to me is the most disgusting part of this. And they do this on national news as if this is accepted amongst all of us. It isn't. Did you guys not hear the second video? Did it not play through? Lyanna said there was no sound. You going to play it again? Video with cunt bitch on the couch had no sound. And I'll yeah. try. I'll play, play it again. that again. Yeah. Why is it pause? I, I don't know why it pauses right there, but 
I don't think she says much after that, but the stereotyping thing just completely, completely blows my mind. It, it, it drives me nuts because, you know, oh, I cannot fail. She's not. It's it's. If it wasn't so stupid, I guess that's my big problem with it because it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I think a black woman ever say in my midst that we're so stereotyped. If anything, she is the currently in this country. She is the most protected class of citizen that exists. She's LGBTQIA plus one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. She's a lesbian. She's a she, her. Oh, and she works in the multi-diverse Biden White House. And she happens to be black. I think that video, the sound on that video was corrupted because it didn't go through for whatever reason. It did. One did that once before a couple of weeks ago. Remember? I wonder if the SRT file is corrupted. I, I don't know. She she kept saying. That's fine. She said she can't fail. She can't fail. She just can't fail. And, and she, 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 she said that she said that we're so stereotyped. Yeah. We're so stereotyped as, you know, black, lesbian, females. We're so. St How are you stereotyped? If anybody says anything about you, they lose their job. How are you stereotyped? That's, oh, by the way, that includes black males, by the way. Mm -hmm. I did not know about this, but I just heard this today. No bullshit. I was at this job working. These two guys were out there in front of me while I was fixing this door, uh, bullshitting, and they were, they were carrying on. They were going on pretty good. And I was like, hey, I, guys, I don't mind to interrupt, but fuck, what's going on? And, uh, they they were they they started explaining it to me, and one gentleman that was there, he's black, and he said that he had said something in front of a black female coworker. Apparently, um, identifies as Zerzim. Oh, oh, okay. And uh, he uh, that's not even a word. He called her <clears throat> a her instead of a zer. And uh, obviously this is a commercial job. So it had a lot of big doors. So you can kind of guess the type of environment we're in. We're not in the environment where normally uh, uh -huh. guys are going to be very, um, how would you say classy? Uh -huh. um, it's a work environment. Yeah. These guys are down there slugging in the fucking heat. They don't fucking care about your feelings and they don't give a shit about what you say. And I heard this and I just put my head on this, my hand on the side of my head. And I started walking away and the black guy goes, what? you got, you, you don't have an answer. I said, dude, I'd love to tell you white privilege, but you can't play that card. And man, he, I'd never seen a man laugh so hard in my life. <laughs> he fucking spit all the water out of his mouth. And the other dude that was standing there with him fucking was laughing. His they were both on the ground crying. <laughs> well, at least to diffuse the situation. Cause I was like, dude, I was fucking like, man, it, it just, I, when I hear it, my, my head feels like it's cracking open. Like this, this can't be where we're at today. How did this minority? And I'm sorry, I don't give a fuck what you think. It is a minority in our country period Yeah, against any race, Point white, black, Latino, it doesn't matter. 0.04% of the pot, not 0.4. Not not forty point oh four 
person. At least it was before, you know, the, the demon invasion. Has anybody asked the question, where did these people get this power from? I'm telling you, it's a fucking where? demon invasion. It's a demon invasion. Oh, it's demonic. Hello? It's demonic. A thousand percent. It's demonic. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. A thousand percent. I completely agree with that. Uh, there's 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 just no way anymore there's no way you can convince me otherwise no it's a thousand percent demonic i i told you when i was at when i was in texas and the uh the first night Lindsay and i went to stella's which was amazing um and the second night i went to church with the girlfriend's parents and there was a the ex-girlfriend's parents exactly she wants him back and he told her to pound sand yes um, i love my kid <laughs> so, fuck you she still keeps calling him and he talks to her and then and she's like what's wrong and he's like you broke up with me like six months ago what the fuck do you want <laughs> my boy god he's a chip off the old shoulder he makes me so proud a anyway. tear right there oh so uh <laughs> so um so yeah so there was this guy at at the church and he told me a story he's a large man um extra supersized like mcdonald's supersized okay um like that's all he's eating pretty much yeah that's what i mean mcdonald's supersized okay um very nice guy but he told me when he first started going to that church he thought he was a woman and uh they literally i mean i was watching them exercise demons out of people um literally pulling demons out of people was fucking crazy if you've never seen that before let me tell you it's a real thing um but they uh they exercised a demon from him and he almost immediately detransitioned and he still goes to that church three days a week and he's you know there it's a very close community but uh yeah he was like oh no there's there was a demon in me telling me that i was a woman that i was not who i'm supposed to be who i am like that told me that god made me wrong and didn't care about me and yeah he had a demon in him that's why he was trans pull the demon out of him he's not trans anymore Kind of makes sense if you think about it. Yeah. Who goes to schools shooting up schools these days? Yeah, exactly. All of them have been trans. Lindsay, I uh Lindsay asked if I watched Nefarious yet. I started to watch it and I and I got a feeling that I I was like, nope, can't watch this right now. So I didn't watch it yet. I'll get there. Player ain't playing. Mm-hmm. How do we feel about Australia going after Twatter? Australia's going after Twatter? Yeah, when where did where's this going? Where'd that down come at? from? Uh, I did hear though, this was, I'm not actually sure how I feel about that. Actually, I don't really like this. Um, even though I agree with it on a level, but, uh, Elon has said that the words uh, cis and cisgender are, have negative slang connotations. It's considered bullying. They're going to remove it from Twitter and people will get suspended for sweet using the word cis. No. No, you've just no. taken away the freedom of speech. He is uh, he is a private platform. No, I understand. And like he is I said, a private I, platform. I agree. That he can word, set what any rules he wants to set. The word cis is is has a negative connotation, but um, because it's how it's used. It's like all the other words with negative connotations. It's how they're used. Look, I, I get it. Listen, though, stop, because now you're invading his 
freedoms. I mean, he can- by you saying what you just said, you're invading his freedom. It's his freedom to run that company how he wants to. Yeah. You have absolutely no say. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. He can do exactly what the he wants. But the, the great thing about being an American is I can still have my own opinion and express it. Correct. You can. You absolutely can. You can tell Elon that's bad. But I can tell you from my point of view, no, Elon's dead on. He, dude, that's on that side of the fence. What goes on over there, they do whatever the fuck they want to do. I got you. As long as it doesn't come to hurting kids or hurting my kids, I'm never going to come on your property. You can guarantee that. But the first sign that I get anything that you're hurting anybody else other than somebody you should be hurting, a thumping will come. Let's see. Uh, Sparky said he took down child porn. He did. He he. Elon took ninety five percent of the child porn off of Twitter. Yeah, they also took down all the related sites and everything else. Yeah. They oh, removed yeah. and stripped banners. Absolutely. They went through and told ad companies, "If you don't pull it, we're not. We won't support you anymore." Mm-hmm. Yep. Who do you think they did that with? Yep. Yeah. I, I think Elon. Eh, whatever Elon is Elon, but hey. Let him do what he wants. Look, the one thing I like about it is they lose their minds. I've seen, there's a video. What the fuck is her name? Um, she, uh, she's, um, God. she's like red pill mom, mom, bear, mama bear, something like that. 74 red pill, mama bear, something. She does these really cool video clips on Twitter. One of them, she did this one where um, she went around and she talked about how, or she got all these people that were saying, you know, we're not going to take you down. We're not going to ban you. Or um, when everything was going on on Twitter about Q and how they went around. And if you remember back then, if you put it posted anything about Q, you got booted, you were gone. See ya. You posted anything on Twitter. You were suspended. All over the place. Now you can post that anywhere. Oh yeah. But you're going to now do this to the sis. I, in a way, fuck it. Yes. There was a Q post about a sub. Yeah. I saw that on Twitter today too. I was like, holy shit. Look at that on Twitter. Yep. And it went through. Yep. And I think even Elon commented on it. Yep. I just, Hey, you gotta let him do That's his business. I understand that. Let it be his business. He he removed it from a board. He made it his private company and he did everything that's required for everything to happen on there. Now under his watch, his responsibility. I, I, I get, I get that. And I fully agree with it. And I don't like the way I don't like the word or the preposition sis and how it's been given a negative connotation, but on a freedom level, that's where it gets me. Automatically saying, giving that word a permanent negative connotation is what bothers me about I, it. I see. No, stand by. Stop. I see where you're going with this. Because mm-hmm. you're going to what gave me problems with Donald Trump the other night. And I was saying, this is where I'm scared because when he starts talking like this, now we're going way off the right side of things. Stop. There's a reason why I'm talking about Donald Trump and Elon Musk in two different manners. El numero uno. 
Donald Trump is running to be president of the United States of America, which carries all of us with him, which is a rule of the, the governed gives him the authority to do that. I mean, Elon Musk is running to be Antichrist, which is the future leader of the entire world. You, you, I mean, think about it. I, I didn't, I didn't know there was a presidential race for that. I didn't know that they put in their paperwork for that at the Federal Electric Commission. I don't think it's stand by though. The IMF, the only WEF, the only fucking thing Elon Musk has done here has went on his own dime, purchased Twitter, his well, company, not exactly his dime, but yeah, okay, his company purchased Twitter. Mm-hmm. That's all he did. I know. No, I know. I got you on that. No, no, I'm you're wrong on this one. You are way wrong. You hold two different people to account in two different ways. One is a private business owner can, that can run his business. However, the fuck he sees fit. The other one is the leader of our fucking country and he cannot, he has to run within the limits of the law provided by the people for the people and through the people mm. period. And that's what we have to remember. Well, and we've been asleep too long to keep forgetting it. So we just got to wake ourselves up every once in a while. What kind of cake, Liana? Birthday cake? Ice cream cake? Birthday ice cream cake? Seriously. Her ass is getting bigger. Birthday ice cream cake. Is she's, she's, she's not going to need a, my only type, type of cake. I don't she's not going to need, need a bustle in the back of her dress here I, pretty soon. I had a, uh, um, our wedding our we had two wedding cakes she had her own because mm -hmm. i didn't like cake i don't like cake and i had an ice cream cake yep he sure did i wanted an ice cream cake i'm sorry got an ice cream I, cake. I guess i'm fucking it's, like 13 when it, it is comes traditional to, to have a groom's cake at a wedding to have a bride <laughs> uh, to have the wedding cake and then to have a groom's cake um, she had her cake. Let's just put it that way. Her cake was like three stories high. Mine was a fucking no. It was the size of fucking table pan. It was five stories high. Thank you, baby. Whatever. Um, it was pretty freaking amazing. It was epic. Uh, Lindsay, I was trying to comment from my phone before you said the first movie that you ever cried at was um, Titanic. Titanic, and uh, and I tried to comment on my phone. The first movie I ever cried at was Steel Magnolias because I was so glad that they finally killed off Julia Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> she's like i've been waiting for that whiny bitch to die <laughs> exactly you're worried about your beating oh, sister and get control damn, of that shit. woman would have been so much better if she'd become a crack whore and died <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but, um, leave it to my wife to bring us right back to fucking underneath the earth however that it, it brought it back in my head because um in that i the scene in Steel Magnolias where they have the groom's cake and they they make it an armadillo. <laughs> the lady makes the groom cake, groom's cake in in an armadillo. Anyway, an armadillo. An armadillo. That's how what they that's how they pronounce it in Steel Magnolias. So. I know, but in Steel Magnolias they call it a, it's an armadillo cake. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Anyway, uh, so this is actually this is perfect. You guys want to play a little bit here? We were talking the other day about the craziness of the Schumann resonance, right? Um, and uh, a lot of people were like, really, what is the Schumann resonance, right? And we talked about it's like the kind of like the heartbeat of the earth frequency. But anyway, I found this video that kind of goes more in depth and tells us 
what it is. So I thought that'd be uh, interesting to play. Not the crazy news, but something fun before we go on vacation. So here you go. An unknown scientist was about to make a discovery that could have changed everything. His name was Winifred Otto Schumann. On the day in question, he was teaching his students about the physics of electricity. How a sphere within a sphere can create electrical tension. And subsequently, a frequency. Schumann's class had struggled to understand the subject. So to make it easier, the professor instructed them to imagine the Earth as one sphere and the ionosphere as another. He then asked them to calculate the tension that would exist in between. Having no idea himself, Schumann also began to calculate. Eventually, he arrived at a frequency, a frequency of approximately 10 hertz. As incredible as it seemed to Schumann, our planet had a pulse a measurable frequency that surrounded life on Earth. Although the professor was proud of his find, he didn't see it as a hugely significant one, especially as it was only published in a small science journal, confined to the back pages, under the heading of Schumann Resonance. It would take several years, and an incredible twist of fate, before the professor would begin to realize the true importance of Schumann Resonance. That twist of fate had begun 30 years earlier with another German scientist by the name of Hans Berger. Using an EEG machine he had built himself, Berger had made the first ever recording of electrical frequency transmitted by the human brain. It was initially suggested the wave be named after the man who'd discovered it, but Berger, being a modest man, elected for an alphabetical name and called it the Alpha Wave. Shortly after Professor Schumann's discovery, one of Hans Berger's colleagues, a man named Dr. Ankermuller, happened to stumble upon a bedraggled copy of a small scientific journal. The exact same small scientific journal that Professor Schumann's discovery had been published in several years before. He read the piece several times, shaking his head in disbelief. He realized instantly the magnitude of what was in front of him. The frequency of the alpha waves, recorded by Hans Berger, were almost identical to Schumann resonance. The frequency of the Earth. Dr. Ankermuller immediately contacted Schumann to convince him to investigate further. Schumann agreed and worked alongside one of his students to refine his discovery. They studied in detail how tension is discharged by lightning in the Earth ionosphere cavity. Eventually, they came up with an exact frequency. The pulse of the Earth, Schumann resonance, was exactly 7.83 Hertz. The discovery was remarkable. Schumann resonance wasn't just similar to the alpha waves of the human brain, it was identical 
brain's frequency which controlled our creativity, our performance, our stress, anxiety and our immune system had somehow tuned in to the frequency of the planet. The pulse of the earth had become the pulse of life itself. The frequency of a wave is measured in hertz. This refers to the number of oscillations the wave makes each second. Frequencies range from a billionth the size of an atom to the length of the universe itself. In theory, frequencies are infinite, so ultimately endless. If this was a coincidence, it was nature's most spectacular. So what did all this mean? It wasn't long before somebody tried to find out. His name was Rutger Weaver, an acclaimed scientist from the Max Planck Institute. In the early 1960s, the professor constructed an underground bunker in order to examine the circadian rhythms of man. The circadian rhythm is the day-night cycle that is engraved into all life. Over a 30-year period, the professor conducted experiments in which student volunteers would spend several weeks at a time living in the bunker, completely shielded from the natural resonances of the earth. In his results, Weaver noted some astonishing findings. He discovered that when Schumann residence was filtered out of the bunker, the student's physical and mental health would suffer. took students down there. He didn't, he didn't uh, trust to do it with, with ill or old people. He took young students down there because he knew, uh, Weaver knew, that, that there would be an effect. So obviously underground you don't have Schumann resonance. You only have the transverse magnetic fields from, from in the earth. So by putting, putting them underground they started having, feeling sick having headaches, their circadian rhythm was completely upset. The interesting thing was, when he just introduced the 7.8 hertz frequency with a magnetic pulse generator, they they, they, that immediately stopped. Weaver would secretly introduce the 7.83 frequency to the bunker via a man-made transmitter. Each time he did so, he noted the ill effects suffered by the volunteers either disappeared or decreased. Their stress, headaches and emotional distress was reduced and their sense of well-being was restored. All by the introduction of Schumann resonance. Weaver's research had revealed an incredible connection between human health and the natural frequency of the planet. And in 2011, groundbreaking research suggested something even more impressive, that human residents could be connected to the beginnings of life itself. The breakthrough came at the hands of Luc Montagnier, the Nobel Prize winning scientist who first discovered the HIV virus. The professor was conducting water memory experiments, examining how water could retain a memory of substances that had previously been dissolved in it when he stumbled upon something that would challenge the very principles of science. 
All life comes from life. This is a fundamental principle of science and one which has never been violated in any experiment. Life can only exist where life has existed before. And the mechanism for this has always been understood to be a material one, such as egg and sperm or spore and cell division. But Luc Montagnier's experiments have offered a very different hypothesis. The professor showed that DNA sequences, the very building blocks of life, communicate with each other in water by emitting low frequency electromagnetic waves. Even when the DNA was kept in separate test tubes, the professor still recorded electromagnetic communication between them. How sophisticated could this communication be? Well, Luc Montagnier showed they are able to organize nucleotides, the ingredients which actually make up DNA, into brand new DNA. Science has combined these ingredients countless times before, but in no experiment have they ever been able to recreate the spark of life and transform nucleotides into actual DNA, not without DNA already being present. Life after all can only exist where life has existed before. But in Luc Montagnier's experiments, the DNA had been completely filtered from the water. Yet new DNA was still formed. Just how was this possible? How had Luc Montagnier managed to achieve what no other scientist could and create life where no life was present? What was so different about Luc Montagnier's experiments? There was the presence of a frequency, a frequency which, when removed, would cause the experiments to fail, but when present, would ensure that they would succeed. That frequency was 7.83 hertz, Schumann resonance. A delicate relationship had been struck between life and the frequency of the planet, an interaction of living organisms and electromagnetic frequencies, a reliance, a bond. Evidence of this can be found by reading the science papers but more obvious proof can be found by simply walking outside. How did all this happen? Well, when you look at the history of the Earth, it seems pretty obvious. Human waves have been part of this planet since the very beginning. Life evolved surrounded by them and inevitably tuned in. In fact, our sensitivity to frequency became deeply connected to our ability to sense another of the planet's phenomena. Two billion years ago, magnotatic bacteria formed a simple but intriguing relationship with the Earth's magnetic fields. The single-celled organism contained particles of magnetic material. This enabled it to act like the needle of a compass and orient along the magnetic lines of the Earth. As organisms became more complex, so did their reliance on the Earth's magnetic fields. 
we do know that bees are sensitive to magnetic fields. We know that within their bodies they contain particles of, of magnetite and laboratory studies have shown that they are indeed sensitive to magnetic fields and you can sh demonstrate in, a, in, in the laboratory that if you artificially create a magnetic field you can control the way that they build their comb and it seems logical that bees are using magnetic fields in navigation. The delicate balance of life on Earth is perfectly illustrated by reliance on bees and their pollination of plants. It's hypothesized that without bees, life wouldn't stand much of a chance. Insect pollination is needed for really all the things that make eating interesting. So all the fruits, the nuts uh, and uh, things like that all require insect pollination and bees are the most important group of pollinators. bees weren't here, if the bees, we'd have a very boring diet. Yes, we, we would have a very thin existence, I think that's the point, without bees. And of course, as well as the food that we need to eat, uh, they're pollinating wild plants as well. And in many cases, we don't know details about the pollination of, of wild plants, but we can be sure that without bees to pollinate them, many of our wild plants would disappear. Interesting. So bee colonies around the world became started collapsing and no one could explain explain why. And they blamed it on mites. So uh it's not mites, it's the, frequency. So craziness. So somebody was uh I was talking to somebody just today about this. Matter of fact, it was really funny because we were uh talking about um they come up one of my first appointments guy happened to be a, another green beret it was kind of cool to talk to mm -hmm. you don't see a lot of them all the time and he was an old school green beret and uh we were talking and uh he happened to be at in fifth group back in the day when my dad was there and uh he knew of my dad so it was kind of funny i was just like oh that's kind of cool mm -hmm. and then uh we were sitting there and i was telling the story it was we were we we're talking about how it became a rule. Like if you've ever been in the infantry, one of the big things you always, we always took into our planning was we called it the thousand meter rule. And anytime, anywhere you are in the world within a thousand meters, if there's a human by you, they will walk right on top of you. It doesn't matter how well hidden you think you are. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> he was just like, yeah, yeah, that was always a joke. Yeah. I was like, uh, cause my dad's buddies. The last time I saw them was when my dad retired and uncle Jack was there. Uh, Chris, Rob and Dan from his old team were there. They're all hanging out at the table. And I heard this story about how my dad had gone and found the absolute shittiest place in the world to be in. Like there were prickers everywhere. Like everybody was bitching because they were getting like sliced up as they're trying to walk into this place in the middle of the pitch black in the middle of Vietnam. 
and uh, everybody was bitching about how horrible it was and they were laying on it. It was fucking like popping shit, doing all weird shit. And he, my dad was like, don't worry about it. Shit, VC ain't finding us in here. Fucking sure enough, walked right into him the next morning. Swear to fucking God. And he said it was one of the fiercest firefights he's ever been in. And he said when they made eye contact with the, their lead element, and their guys made eye-to-eye -eye contact and they were looking at them. And they both looked at each other and were like, what the fuck are you doing here? Hmm. So we always, we plan for that within a thousand meters. Why? Because we all operate off of the same frequency. Yep. And when you're out there in the woods, I don't care what you, you feel everything. Because we're all connected. If you don't hear it, that's on you. Because every living thing on this planet, on this earth, is connected. Try the human resonance. And I said, I said, if you don't believe me about that, do this. And I just saw this video again. This video popped up on YouTube today, and there it is, right there in front of me. Take a copper, go to Home Depot. You get these little things. They're they're called uh, double sided alligator clip wires. Go to Home Depot. Get two uh, four-foot metal grounding rods. Stick them in the ground. Put your alligator clips, one on each one. Run that back into your bed. Uh, while you're there, pick up some copper wire and spread it out like a sheet. Put like two, like, uh, two fitted sheets over the top of it. Silver or copper really doesn't matter, I don't think. Um, I think copper is better though. Copper or galvanized steel. Um, and put them over, put two sheets, put some padding around it, do something to give it a little bit of, so it doesn't feel so fucking horrible. And then make sure that you left wire exposed at each end and make sure you plug those alligator clips in and stick it on your bed and sleep on it. So you're grounding. You, you basically built yourself a grounding pad and it, uh, supposedly DNA DNA repairs off the chart when you're sleeping on it, especially when your body's at full rest on it, you will sleep better than you've ever slept your whole entire life. And supposedly now they make these sheets. Um, and I don't know, Genesepi, you might want to think about getting into this little business where they make these sheets where you can basically plug the sheet in. It's woven with a certain type of fabric mm -hmm. that actually does the same thing that the copper and the metal do. It's a grounding sheet. And I was like, fuck, sign me up. It's supposedly, oh, by the way, if you guys sleep in a lot of pain, no pain. Bye-bye pain. Yep. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Lindsay sleeps with a copper grounding anklet. Okay. Um, some of the names they mentioned in there, Berger, the scientist that discovered Schumann. He's also the scientist that rediscovered electroculture. That's credited to him. Um, course it's it's antiquitech but he brought it back into yeah, our timeline let's just say um and uh and electrical i mean you know we've told you guys about how the storms just break up around our house like man-made storms just break up if they're natural storms rains like crazy but our property is the only property in probably a two mile radius that has no damage from this series of crazy storms that we've had go through here I mean, nothing, all my gardens, I got a little root rot cause it rains so freaking much. Um, and there's one area that all the water drains into and it's right where I had my squash planted. So I got to pull a couple plants there, but other than that, it's great. Um, 
and electric culture is really fantastic. It's working amazingly well. We have like huge, like huge. vegetables that you buy off the shelf at the store. Same yeah. shit shipped in from a different state. Yeah. So, uh, so, you know, and then of course, Luke Montagnier, he just passed away not too long ago. He was one of the loudest voices screaming about the COVID jabs. I had no idea that he discovered that, but uh, about the DNA in the water, um, if you put 7.83 hertz on it. What do you that However, it makes me wonder if that's what they're using to, uh, A, for cloning, and B, to engineer those now, babies in the labs. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. When, I, uh, when you go into those, have you ever done um, the complete submersion, full submersion where they... Yeah. I haven't, but I've, I've, I've heard about it. Tune out. Okay. Well, I've yeah. done it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When I was in there, I started losing my mind at the end because eventually <laughs> your own thoughts will get to you. They, I mean, they, there's an, a crazy movie about it from the seventies. Um, and this dude keeps going. It's, it's like a, it's like a hyperbaric chamber, but it's not, it's called something else. Um, but you, you're fully immersed in water except for. No, it's warm water and it's up to your chest and your shoulders mm -hmm. and your head's above and it's leaning on the back of a, yeah, a pad. Exactly. You have earphones on, you have goggles on, you can't see anything. You can't yeah, hear sensory anything. Deprivation tank. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, in this movie, I watched it, I don't know, 30, 20, 30 years ago now, 30 years ago now, this guy keeps going into the sensory deprivation tank and like he, becomes a a wolf a werewolf and he's like legit going out and killing people while he's in the sensory deprivation tank so i'm sorry go ahead okay so anyway in the sense sensory deprivation tank that i was in when i pulled off my earphones because i started losing my mind mm -hmm. um and the top just didn't open like it's supposed to you know mm -hmm. um you get a little flipped out so i grabbed earphones and they got ripped off there was a sound I wonder if that was not 7.83 megahertz being pumped into that tank at Probably. the same time while you're in, I mean, what better way to do it? Altered states. Thank you, John. What better way to do it? That would fucking, that makes sense. Now it makes sense why, what's his name down in Mexico, uses the sensory deprivation, ta deprivation tank with LSD and I guarantee he's pumping in 7.83 megahertz in those fucking tanks. I put, that's why those guys that's come back a states, different man. In altered states, the guy was using LSD too. That's, that's what yeah. they, that's what that's all about. The, the ayahuasca clinics, that's what that's all about. It's, it's a sensory deprivation tank where they take everything away from you and you're in there for a couple of days and they do it like a bunch of days straight where they're fucking doing just, they're giving you LSD, but it's all controlled. But I guarantee that they're pumping in 7.83 megahertz. I put money because I'm telling you, the guy that I know that went there came back, went there, a fucking shattered wreck of a man came back a completely different person. Like, I mean, holy shit, completely calm, uh, relaxed, not even edgy at all. You, you would even be you would even be able to tell that this guy even fought in a war. Mm. Hey. Um, I hear a lot of people find God there or they all do really. They can hear it. Yeah, exactly. I'd love to do a ayahuasca experience. I think that would be a lot of fun. It's a different drug than 
No, I know. Oh, it's it DMT. It's DMT. It's yeah. not LSD. But... Yeah. Anyway, should be very interesting, but not in Jamaica. But... Nah, man. Nah, man. Nah, man. Ari, Ari, man. Ari. As for the devil, man. Hmm. Could be fun. Uh, I think we cut out of here a little early tonight. Well, not really. We've got three minutes before my alarm goes off. Two minutes that it's time to get out of here because uh, we need to finish packing and all that good stuff. Yeah. So um, I'm going to, unfortunately, I did not get a chance to uh, cut some of those videos or cut down the, uh, the Corey Hughes video into two hour slots. So we'll, we'll have to replay that another time. Um, but I am going to try and pull down some of the, uh, the other interviews that we've done and put them up on the days that we're, we're off, but thinking we'll do a couple, uh, impromptu road shows from Jamaica. Just, you know, sure. Pop on the phone or the tablet and say, hi, we're not talking about the news. We're just going to show it off because it's beautiful there. Yeah. Yeah. We did get our swimsuits, Miss Genesepi. Yes. We uh, definitely need to talk about um, size. Yes. Well, you told her you were a 32, and I think you're not anymore because you've lost so much freaking weight. I, I don't know, but um, unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to be wearing your Speedos. They're oh, very good. Uh, it, it looked like a pair of granny panties. Let me put it that way to you, all right? Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Quite comical. But mine's beautiful. So I'm excited. She hers is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. It'll look good. We'll yep. see. Yep. We'll definitely have to call y'all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So either way. Yeah. So we'll, we'll enjoy your week, fuckers. And uh, Leanna's got you for this week. Yep. We had you last week. Leanna's got you this week. And we'll be listening, Madame, mm -hmm. in between dinners and other important stuff that we have to do on the beach and smoking weed and getting drunk. Really, by the pool. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, maybe a little bit on the beach, but mostly by the pool. They have a swim-up bar in the pool. Yeah, they do. Yeah. You know, and we have a, a private pool area. with. That's going to suck. We're going to have to go back to the room every time to smoke. No, no, we don't. Oh, no? You don't <laughs> think so? No, we just walk down the beach. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah. That's where you get the weed from in the first place. Well, no, no. I mean, like. Oh, yeah. I mean, Maybe. We'll be spending a lot of time on our balcony. Yeah. <laughs> Got a feeling we're not going to leave the balcony much. Or the very, the top, top deck. Cause that's yeah. usually where I smoke. Oh my God. Wait till you guys see this place. It's, we're going to do a walk around at least. We, we will. And maybe tomorrow. Cause we get in at like, you said we go back an hour, right? Yeah. So I think we get there. Like, I'm not going to rush shit tomorrow. All right. Don't no, even start because no, 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 your no. mom's going to be going crazy I know. and we're going to have to be putting out fires. No, no, no. I know, but we'll, I'll do it. I'll take, I'll do a video and we'll put it out afterwards. Not live, but I'll, yeah, we'll do a walk around. Walk well, around. no, we'll do a walk around live when, when we go live. Yeah. When we go okay. live. We'll just do a walk around live. Okay. That'll be funny as shit. Maybe Saturday afternoon. Yeah. There you go. Whatever. Okay. Cause work. I don't think we have anything until Sunday when we go on the, the Bob Marley tour. So, oh, we got to go live from there. I was thinking about that though, but they normally have Wi Fi at all those places. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're on a bus on the way up there and that won't have Wi Fi. But I think because there'll be other people on the tour with us, I think like we'd have to get them to sign a release and shit like that if we're going live. Cause, oh man, that sucks. Well, just get really you know good what pictures. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. 
So <coughs> I don't want to do that. Yeah. Exactly. Fuck. But that shit would be badass. Have everybody down there smoking with Bob Marley. I mean, we do a tribute on dead, Leanna's show. Yeah. For Justin from Bob Marley's mm -hmm. fucking dude. That would be the shit. That'd be so fucking cool. Well, but it's on Sunday. So Leanna won't be. What we got to do is we got to, uh, we got to arrange a show or a, a meetup at like in Jamaica or something like that, where we can all do this cool shit together and get really stoned and have a good time. Yeah. Like one of these days when everything's finally said and done, we all just meet up in Jamaica and get really stoned and have a really good time. Oh, oh, Leo, I've been on the Marley BS tour. It's called the spirit of Jamaica. Um, it's, it's fantastic. You just, you get high, like, the whole thing's just about smoking weed. It's about just getting as, as high as you can. You get high on the bus ride up um, that you smell like the guy's like, oh, you, you smell that? That's just what Jamaica smells like out here, just everywhere. Smells like that, um, man. Yeah. And uh, and then um, like you get up to Marley's place and there are these like people right out there, right outside with huge buds and brownies and ganja all, galore. Just, it's ganja. That's the whole point of going on the Marley tour is just to get the best weed in Jamaica. Yeah. That's, that's really it. It's the whole reason we're I don't going to give there. a fuck about everything else. I mean, the music's great. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, we're not, we're just getting there to go get some really fucking good weed. So anyway, so I get really, really stoned. Yeah, exactly. That's so, um, going back to the, the Schumann video real quick though, before we get out of here, which we do have to go. Um, if you guys want to help us try and save the bees, because we do have a beehive, a colony around here, and I'm I'm gonna try and find them. I just I need some equipment, and we do still want to get new bees. Then, um, or if you just want to support the show, or you know whatever it is, uh, just you can go to givesendgo.com/slash/freedombees, and uh, that will go towards the show and um, trying to capture some bees around here. So, givesendgo.com/slash/freedombees if you want to help us. Try and save the bees so we can save the world. Somehow. Yeah, exactly. Apparently through frequency. Either way, mm -hmm. we are not going to be back for a week. So enjoy your week with Liana. Miss Liana, we'll be back. Uh, she'll be back Monday morning, 9.05 over on Pilled and on Rumble. So you can check her out at both locations, 9.05 till about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. She does that every day, folks. That's a fucking hell of a show. We only do two hours. She does six. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's no shit. So, uh, go on, check her out during the day while you're at work, check the replays out and yes, keep your eyes out, ears out. If we're going to do it, it will be on rumble, uh, because unfortunately Foxhole isn't that easy to work with. Um, actually Foxhole. No, we can do Foxhole. We, we just, it Fox won't be on too. red pill. It'll it be won't on, be on pill. It'll, it'll be just on, be on our, it'll be on rumble and, yeah. um, and, and pilled. Yeah. So. On our, on our stuff. Yeah. So, uh, It'll be just on the Patriot Party. So if you're trying to watch it on Red Pill, it won't be there. Mm -hmm. So uh, check it out then. We will definitely put a note out that morning if we're going live or not. In the Telegram um, chat. Yes. And just remember, be patient because the internet connection down there is questionable yes. at best. Yes, John. The electroculture definitely helps with the bees. Uh, I did not see any bees in my garden last year. And yeah, we haven't seen and a lot around here. And now I, I can't. Bees we have bees all everywhere. over the place. It's yep. awesome. I just want to find their hive so that I can get it into a B box, but I got to get a B box. So anyway, give sendgo.com slash freedom bees. There you go. So, so either way, mm -hmm. check her out Monday morning, nine Oh five. Uh, we're going to get the fuck out of here. We will be in Jamaica. 
Later, savages. You guys have a fucking great week. Uh, stay July frosty. Second, July second for that is Sunday, I believe, for True Spiracy. Yes, might be Monday. Is it? Is it Monday or Sunday? I thought it was Sunday. I, I thought the first is Saturday. Might be because we come back on the first, right? Or the second? We come back very late on the first. On the first, yeah. Um. Yeah, July second is Sunday. So, Sunday. So yeah, so we we'll will be back, back for conspiracy on Sunday about adrenochrome. It'll probably suck, but it'll be our first show back. Give us some. Give us a break. We figured we'd start low on that one. Either way, for the right, mix. Set up and V Lynn. Have a great night, fuckers. Uh, we'll see you later. And if I can get to the outro, here it is. Okay. Okay. We'll try this All again. Right. We'll see you later. <laughs> Thanks for watching, y'all.